Good morning, and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold Herring, and that's my fine wife, Bev, on this spectacular Saturday. Mm-mm. And our Do Not Fear Scripture of the Day is from Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 20, verse 1. When you go to war against your enemies and see horses and chariots in an army greater than yours, do not be afraid of them, because the Lord your God who brought you up out of Egypt, will be with you. Wow. Okay. Today's topic. My we're going to kind of pick up from yesterday. That's it. And we're going to be talking about seven ways to develop a spiritual entrepreneur mindset. Wow. Important. Brief review from our call yesterday. Yes. Your mindset is a collection of the dominant thoughts in your life. Proverbs 4.23, 4.23, New Century Version. Be careful what you think, because your thoughts run your life. That's the truth. Here are seven ways to develop a spiritual entrepreneurial mindset. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, Divine Direction. It's number one. Proverbs divine Direction. 3, 5, and 6. In the Message Bible, trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. Listen for God's voice. That would be the Holy Spirit. In everything you do, everywhere you go, He is the one who will keep you on track. Number two, develop knowledge. It's impossible to succeed, to succeed at something you don't understand. When you know what you need to know, you know you got what it takes to succeed. Proverbs 24, 25. Chapter 24, verse 5, Message Bible. A strong man knows how to use his strength, but a person with knowledge is even more powerful. Wow. Number three, develop confidence. Psalm 71.5, 71.5 in the Classic Amplified says, For you are my hope, O Lord. You are my trust from my youth and the source of my confidence. If you've got faith, then you can have confidence. 2 Corinthians 7, 18, excuse me, 16. 2 Corinthians 7, 16, New Living Translation says, I am very happy now because I have complete confidence <laughs> in you. I love it. That's it. So let's pick up where we left off yesterday. Hallelujah. Number four, develop motivation. I guess you're going in the morning. Alarm clock. The words, it's time to get up, spoken softly at first, but increasing in volume. With each passing tick of the clock, the smell of coffee waffling from the kitchen where it's perked at the appointed time. And if you smell my wife's coffee, you jump up. For me, it's none of the above. For the moment, my eyes open, I'm ready to glorify God, terrify the devil, and maximize the opportunities set before me. The word motivation is not found in any of the 12 translations I checked. But here are several scriptures that motivate me, should motivate you too. Hallelujah. Because you, you got to understand, you are a work of divine art. Ephesians 2.10, 2.10 personalized. Mm. Hallelujah. For Marcella is God's masterpiece. He created her anew in Christ Jesus. So Marcella can do the things he planned for her long ago. Personalize that for you. God wants to make you happy. Hallelujah. 
Psalm 37, 4. 37, 4. It says, Ray, delight yourself in the Lord, and he'll give you the desires of your heart. Brenda, delight yourself in the Lord, and he'll give you the desires of your heart. Hallelujah. Kay, delight yourself in the Lord, and he'll give you the desires of your heart. Hallelujah. Just keep on. And Rena, delight yourself in the Lord. He'll give you the desires of your heart. God will even show you how to be happy. That's right. Psalm 37, verses 23-24. The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Though they may stumble, they are never fail. For the Lord holds them by the hand. God is giving you potential that's still unknown to you. Ephesians 4.20. Ephesians 4.20. Now all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power work within Fred to accomplish infinitely more than Fred might think. Now, all glory to God who is able through his mighty power and work within Loretta to accomplish infinitely more than Loretta might ask or think. Hallelujah. Your Heavenly Father created you without limitation. Philippians 4.13 4.13 Philanna can do everything, anything, everything through Christ who gives her strength. We can think of no better motivation than the Word of God. Hallelujah. Number five, develop a strategic plan. Proverbs 24, 6 in God's Word translation says this, After all, with the right strategy, you can wage war, and with many advisors, there is victory. Too wow. many believers, unfortunately, fail to understand that they're at war. You might say, well, how could I be at war? Let me tell you this. God wouldn't have given you a spiritual army, a spiritual armor, if you weren't at war. That's true. In Ephesians 6.11, it's 6.11, and you're familiar with it, I know. This in the classic Amplified says, put on God's whole armor, the armor of a heavy-armed soldier, which God supplies, which you may, that you may be able to successfully to stand up against all the strategies and deceits of the devil. Our weapons are not carnal but his surely are. The enemy uses seduction to get us into debt, deception to get us out of a marriage, rationalization to keep us from tithing and manipulation to convince you that where you are is where you're gonna stay for the rest of your life. That's why it is so crucial to read your Bible every day. But when you can start putting the right strategies to work, work from the word, you can defeat the enemy Become a spiritual, successful entrepreneur that God wants you to be. What are some of the things that should comprise your strategic plan? First, schedule a daily meeting with your commanding officer. <laughs> and you know who that is. Open that Bible. Read what it says. Second, understand the tactics of your enemy. There is plenty about that in the Word, too. Third, when on the front lines... Contact with headquarters is essential, meaning let the Holy Spirit always be weighing in on every decision you make. Fourth, live in a state of preparedness. That goes back to reading that Bible so that the Lord, Holy Spirit can bring back to your remembrance what you need to know. 
Fifth, guard against sneak attacks of the enemy. In other words, you're going to get caught with thoughts that you weren't expecting. Take them captive under the obedience of Christ. Sixth, heed the advice found in Ephesians 6, 13 through 18. I'm going to read it for you. 6, 13 through 18, which describes our spiritual armor. When God shows up, he just showed us an amazing parallel that way in the Message Bible. It says this. Be prepared. You're up against far more than you can handle on your own. You know, I just digress to say we were not made to do it all ourselves. We were made to rely on God and let God do it through us. And we will not really succeed until we get to that point. Take all the help you can get, every weapon God has issued, so that when it's all over but the shouting, you'll still be on your feet. Truth, righteousness, peace, Faith and salvation are more than words. Learn how to apply them. You'll need them throughout your life. God's word is an indispensable weapon. I want to say that again. God's word is an indispensable weapon. In the same way, prayer is essential in this ongoing warfare. Pray hard and long. Pray for your brothers and sisters. Keep your eyes open. Keep each other's spirits up so that no one falls behind or drops out. That's good. That is so powerful. Seventh, recognize you can't lose the battle if you're keeping God on your side and using the resources he's given you. Amen. Number six, develop resourcefulness. Dictionary.com defines resourceful as having inner resources, adroit, or imaginative, someone who's resourceful is capable of dealing with difficult situations. We want to tell you that when we first read this definition, we got a huge smile on our face and a bubbling inner joy, knowing that part of that definition says inner resources. Can you say Holy Spirit? That's right. The Holy Spirit is your inner resource. That's it. There are seven things you should know about this inner resource, but we're only going to give you three in this teaching. First, the Holy Spirit strengthens you when you're overwhelmed by adversity. Romans 8.26, 8.26, hallelujah. Classic Amplified Bible. Absolutely. So good. So too the Holy Spirit comes to our aid and bears us up in our weakness for we do not know what prayer to offer or how to offer it worthily as we ought. But the Spirit himself goes to meet our supplication and pleads in our behalf with an unspeakable yearning and groaning too deep for utterance. Second, the Holy Spirit will never withhold knowledge or ability from you. 1 Corinthians 1 7, 1 Corinthians 1 7 in the classic Amplified says that you are not consciously falling behind or lacking in any spiritual endowment or Christian grace. The reception for which is due the power of divine grace operating in your souls by the Holy Spirit. While you wait and watch, constantly living in hope for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, being made visible to all. Third, the Holy Spirit will cause you to profit. Hallelujah. First Corinthians 12, 7, 12, 7, classic Amplified. But each one is given the manifestation of the Holy Spirit, the evidence, the spiritual illumination of the Spirit 
for good and profit. You know, number seven, the reason we only gave you three was because there's only time for so much. Number seven, develop thankfulness. But you can get The Spiritual Entrepreneur by in the store online, mm -hmm. heraldherring.com. Thankfulness should be a continual expression. It's not one day of the year, you know, that we celebrate. It's a continual expression in our lives of, of everybody who's successful, particularly spiritual entrepreneurs. As long as we recognize the origin of our creativity and the opportunities God's opening up to us, we're going to continue to live with him giving new and more, you know, opportunities and creativities. It's without limitation. But we want you to write down how God has blessed you in the past 24 hours. And that you should really be doing every night. Think about it. That way you can praise him every day. That's right. In every area of your life. And praise him often. The only way to escape what you're going through is by praising God for what you've got. Then he opens new doors. Colossians 2.7. Colossians 2.7 New International Version says, Rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith, as you were taught, overflowing with thankfulness. Colossians 4.2, 4.2 in the New Living uh, Version says, devote yourself to prayer, being watchful and thankful. You know, we really like the Message Bible, too, of Colossians 3.15, and it says it this way, let the peace of Christ keep you in tune with each other, in step with each other. None of this going off and doing your own thing, and cultivate thankfulness. Let the word of Christ, the message, have the run of the house. I always like that. Me too. Give it plenty of room in your lives. Instruct and direct one another using good common sense. And sing. Sing your hearts out to God. <laughs> he likes it. Let every detail in your lives, words, actions, whatever, be done in the name of the Master Jesus, thanking God the Father every step of the way. So our thankfulness will create fruitfulness in our lives and thus ensuring that we are, hallelujah, successful entrepreneurs. Hallelujah. A little long today, but. Good stuff. That's right. Well, until tomorrow morning, 830 Eastern, God bless you. Happy trails. And keep thinking rich thoughts from the word of God. We love you. We appreciate it. And have a great weekend to all of our spiritual entrepreneurs. Amen. Amen.